0: Downloads of this show are available on Potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio!
1: Me. Hi. I don't <laughs> usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess the show where you talk to um, <laughs> people who are hit
0: by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim K. What's a bitch? This is Mary Koolahan.
1: Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene
2: Craighead George. It's Martha. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story?
0: Raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander.
2: Pigeon, is that you?
1: There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess
0: this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid... It's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lower
1: East Simon.
0: What like kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand.
1: I take care of feral cats. This is me, it's a It's in the house. <laughs> Caller,
0: can lift me out of this slump.
1: Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. Yeah. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool.
0: Get me named a living landmark. For New York.
1: I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I, I truly can't three, tell
0: if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is- every week? Yep. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my
3: god. Let's call this. You have a nasty habit of surviving what they say about the fittest.
0: edition of young persons radio right here on radio free brooklyn this is your sunday morning comedy talk program this and every sunday kicking off our block of talk shows that we have got for you every sunday including this one at 10 uh, point of order is coming in here after us at 11 o'clock the great sports talk show and at noon the brooklyn conversation with rosie and at 1 p.m objection to the rule Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit so we have every base covered so do not touch that dial keep that Radio Free Brooklyn tab open on your computer all the live long day. Uh lots lots going on here at the station uh, I'm sure you are listening to this either at home as you as you know you've been up you've been up for hours you've already read six newspapers you've had a, a, a grapefruit Gone for a jog, yoga, meditation. Or if you're busy and on the go, you're listening to this on the Radio Free Brooklyn app, which is available anywhere you get your apps. You can stream the station live, including RFB2, our dedicated music channel, and access archives of the shows as well. This program and every other program on the station are available on that. So check that out on the App Store, the Google Play Store, anywhere you get your apps. Our number If you'd like to call in at any point during this morning's program, it is 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729 if you'd like to call in, and I certainly suggest you do. Now then, my guest today is a comedian and writer who performs as part of the three-man sketch group Please Don't Destroy... He's contributed to the Onion, above average and more, and he joins us in the studio today. It's Ben Marshall.
3: Hello, Colby. What's happening? Thank you for having me on, my friend. I'm very glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I was apologizing to you before we started, but my voice sounds like it never has before. <laughs> sounds yeah. like I've been smoking for forty years, and
0: I'm sorry. Anybody who is uh, potentially a fan of Ben Marshall, uh, uh,
3: you're oh. not. You're not making new ones today absolutely not and i'm disappointing the old ones who are all tuning in by the way yeah oh that's not him
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you having a a nice autumn Are you an autumn boy i am an autumn boy
3: i am but i am cold averse yeah i'm uh i'm from savannah georgia very temperate oh yes so uh i'm one for a warmer climate Mm but fall is nice yeah 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 but it's gotten cold
0: fast yeah, it's very windy today. Yes, very windy today. I'm sure you know if if, if anybody's got got uh, stories about the wind, they can call in. So I would we welcome. I, I would
3: adore a story about the wind. <laughs> Please call in about the wind.
0: <laughs> there have been more than more than once on this show. I've used like a howling wind <laughs> sound effect. It's really the only the only bed music I've ever had was just howling that's, wind. <laughs> yeah, we need some of that. Yeah, we should do a we should do a Halloween show. Oh, that's a good. idea. We should kick some of the Wednesday shows off.
3: This week. Yeah. And uh, and do one. Uh, do you like Halloween?
0: Do you like Halloween guy?
3: I, I will say I like Halloween, but no, I would never call myself a Halloween guy. <laughs> so the way some people go crazy for it, I do not understand. Yeah. I, I rarely, uh, if, if I dress up, I usually put very little effort. Same, yeah. And some people are like months in advance oh, yeah. planning and... Well,
0: sometimes preparing. the costumes
3: are so elaborate that, like, you need that much time that's to, like, right. to, to get them going. Yeah. Oh, We're did just... you see that video on Twitter where it's, like, Ooh. a two-person costume, like a dad and his son? Uh-huh. Where, like, I guess they're, like, a transformer or something, but oh, the dad, cool. like, scoops up the son into, like, a cockpit. <laughs> and they're, like, doing this, tube. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> you should watch it. I haven't seen it, but I really want to now. It's really cool. It's nice when... When
0: viral videos are like, just come from a place of such positivity. Yeah. Uh,
3: like, like, like Zendaya is Michi. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't even get me started. When I, <laughs> I was in LA with my sketch group when that happened. Uh-huh. And of course we were freaking out. We loved the video. Yeah. And he was doing it live at uh, John Daly's show. Oh, really? And so we specifically bought tickets and went to John Daly's show. Yeah. And we showed up a little late and we were like, okay, I don't think he went on first, so we should be fine. Mm -hmm. And then, like, as the night went on, he just wasn't getting called up. Oh, my God. And then at the end, John Daly made some comment about, like, who came for Zendaya Ismichi?" And, like, the audience applauded. He was like, okay, great. I'm never doing this again. And then the show ended. (laughs) Oh, my God but we realized that we were outside because john was smoking a cigarette uh uh-huh. we thought we were coming on between acts <laughs> but we missed the one reason we came to the show we missed Zendaya's meet oh my god it was heartbreaking
0: oh no it sucked was it this at the trip at the ucb in la or um...
3: this was at the satellite maybe okay. yeah
0: yeah yeah we should do a show where we just name la venues that i've heard about but haven't been to so there's the lyric the lyric period yeah that's the big one yeah that's where uh a former guest in our pal sam taggart did his uh uh, uh club comic oh
3: lovely yeah. that's where we did our show oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. how did you find it was it a good venue uh it was a good venue i don't know it was someone just recommended it to us mm-hmm. but um yeah it's like small and intimate and yeah it was great nice nice Loved what it. else largo Largo, you got the that's pack a bigger theater. deal, right? Yeah, Largo is a bigger deal. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: like the that's the Bell House of L.A., right? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's what I think that's what I think. Yes, <laughs> very good, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> Having never been to it, I mean, I've been to the Bell House, but not Largo. But that's what it, that's in terms of like their programming. It
3: seems comparable. That, that definitely seems right.
0: Speaking of the Bell House, yes, the woman from Top Chef, Padma. Mm, yes. Did her did like a benefit show there recently. Uh-huh. In which she invited like all of the like coolest Brooklyn comedians yes. to do. I've got to look up this lineup now. Uh I want to say Julio was on Julio it. Julio Torres was on it. Yes. Um it was it's nuts the it's just called Padma puts on a comedy show. And the lineup is Let me be honest, I didn't know now. who she was. Oh really? Who is she? She's uh she's from Top Chef. She was like the host of Top Chef. Okay. And then she was on she had a little cameo on Thirty Rock. Okay. Uh, so, you know, she gets it. She gets it. But this listen to this lineup. Yeah. Michelle Wolf, hmm, John Early, Nikki Glazer, Roy Wood Jr., Joe Firestone, Katherine Cohen, Way Fumadu, Pat Regan, Larry Owens, and then they like added uh, Julio and Matt and Matt Rogers and Bong Yang hosted it. Oh my god! And it's like it was like for voter registration or something like. Wow! But is that isn't that like that's the greatest show Brooklyn has ever seen? Who's Who, uh, (laughs) top Brooklyn talent. It was organized by the Top Chef host.
3: That's insane! Did she do time? I don't know. I don't know. I. uh, Oh,
0: I mean, I, I I couldn't go, but my god, that's great! The idea that like. People at her level are just like, I'll just go to whatever's at Union Hall this week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very fun to me. Totally. 904-351-0729 is our call-in number. That's 904-351-0729. Now, Ben, Mm. I would love to talk about basketball with you for a few minutes.
3: I was waiting.
0: (laughs) Because last night, an event occurred. Yes. At the Lakers
3: Rockets game. That's right.
0: That I did not watch live, but boy did I see the coverage this
3: morning. Boy did I see one hundred Instagram videos <laughs> replaying every punch thrown. Yeah. Yeah. So you you and I worked together at our at our at a,
0: a childcare job. That's right. And we both recently got into an argument with a six year old about whether or
3: not the Lakers were any good this year, and I'm happy to say that we've been proven right. And by the <laughs> way, this kid thought That the season opener would determine who is making the playoffs. Oh,
0: I forgot about this.
3: He's got such a big head about basketball. Yeah. But I was like, look, buddy, you don't know shit. (laughs) Yeah. Ben grabbed him by the collar. Yeah. And he never looked at me like that again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do think we were talking about this. I do think that would be just for one year. An insane move by oh, the NBA. Like that would be great. A, such a cool move by the NBA. That whoever wins the season opener
3: yeah. makes the playoffs.
0: Yeah. The playoffs, are, are, <laughs> the playoffs consist exclusively of
3: teams that won their first game. Yeah. I think that it's would be great. so cool. <laughs> but, and then what would the regular season become? It would just be a yeah. shit show. <laughs> yeah.
0: It would be so wild. It would be like the Wild West. Yeah. Man. But the game last night. Yes. Yes. So there was a big fight. There was a, a brawl. There was a hockey style fight. Yeah. At like the end of the game with like oh, two was minutes left. Really? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was mainly between Chris Paul and mm-hmm. Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know who really initiated. Apparently, Chris Paul said Rondo spit in his face and that is what <laughs> kicked it all off. Which is also just a real classy move. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> well, because I uh, James Harden had gone up for a layup, and there was like a foul, I guess by uh, by Chris Paul. Uh huh. Um, like at, at the same time, and like he was he was me- so he he shoved uh, James Harden, and then wait, dude, who shoved uh, James Harden? Who I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, there was, there was a shove earlier, like minutes before this. Oh, really? And then uh uh. But like the two players who weren't even involved in this, then started yeah. throwing punches. Yeah. So let's let's listen. This is my favorite. Uh, this is like the live coverage of of foul when by it happened. Ingram. Do they count it? No. Wait, foul by who? They let's start the- it over.
1: Harden foul by Ingram. Do they count? Okay, it? No. so
0: Ingram. Wait, yeah. They Ingram. say
1: the foul occurred before the gather, and he never put the ball. Oh, see, back there's down. the show. You can't uh, see this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Been handed out. Now, Ingram looks like he's confronting Jason Phillips. Well, the not technical foul was on Ingram for shoving James Harden after that play. Okay, there we not go. I'm not sure why, what happened. All
0: right, so now it's calming Ingram down. Everybody's walking away. Yeah.
1: and mild matter.
0: And now. It was hot.
1: Now, Paul oh, punches a throw. <laughs> Paul and Rondo throwing punches. Ingram comes in. He's throwing punches. Security trying to separate, so are some of the teammates. There's going to be suspensions for this one as Rondo immediately heads back to the locker room.
0: Now here comes my favorite line. Ingram still joined. Not that
1: one. (laughs) Romello Anthony still joined. That's when it gets dangerous when it breaks out in a couple of different places. (laughs) Oh no!
3: <laughs> Just expert analysis. Yes, I love that's
0: Oh man, there is there are decades worth of great comedy about sports commentators because they <laughs> they need to be talking yeah. the whole time. Like any dead air is that? <laughs> and, oh. oh, that's uh, look. This is not my first rodeo, gang. I've seen these fights before, and when it gets really dangerous, that's when it breaks out a couple different places.
3: <laughs> <laughs> After people have just been <laughs> throwing punches, yeah. now it's getting dangerous. <laughs> we have our first caller, Ben. Oh,
0: beautiful. Caller, you are on the air with me and
2: Ben hey, Marshall.
0: Hey, oh. Colby. Oh, it's Tim Keck. Now, for people hey, who guys, don't know, for people who don't know, because, you know, we're, we're getting new listeners uh, to this thing all the time. I mean, people people write me from all over, like the the, the farthest corners What's of time, the earth, baby? this thing. Thing is. so for people who don't know this guy, Tim K, he calls every week wow. to the show. Uh, he is much. he is is uh, uh, rude to uh, food delivery people. Tim um on the air sometimes. Tim, is that true?
1: Sometimes I think, but that's all been in a happy accident. <laughs> I always think I turned my phone on mute,
0: and he. He just gives me the business every day. T- well what's 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 on your mind? You calling this early means we said something that you I
1: want to talk about this fight. Okay, I yeah. It's crazy. Please. I didn't know about this until like they got home last night late, did not watch the game, start watching this fight. I have been analyzing this thing all night. I've been in my lab <laughs> dissecting the video. <laughs> okay. And I love it. I think it's great. I'm stunned there aren't more NBA fights. But I wanna say, you know, the Lakers, right? It's like this squad where it's LeBron James it's all the young guns mm-hmm. and then all these savvy old veterans, right? Well, okay. one of these savvy old veterans got in the fight. The other guy, and shout out to Lance Stevenson, who immediately <laughs> dies grabs Brandon Ingram and pulls him away.
0: I just say, I love how excited you are. Like, I can hear how excited you are to talk about this. Your mind is, like, going a mile a minute right now.
1: <laughs> the veteran leadership <laughs> oh, of Lance my. Stevenson... To see that Brandon Ingram is turning to a coach and to run in there and he pushes through everybody to grab his boy and pull him back. <laughs> it's great. It's such a good, classy move. And then of course Rondo and C P three. And by the way, another intimate detail of this you know C P three was LeBron James' best man at his wedding?
3: What? Are, I
1: did not know they that. Are family.
3: No. They are like That's so funny.
1: friends. Oh my and god. And Carmelo Anthony is, like, another one of LeBron James's best friends. So this is not a team that he actually has any beef with whatsoever. Which I think is makes all these fights, like, so fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Rondo, he was barely I think, involved. the shit that yeah. everybody hates. Rondo? But, uh, Rondo, well, Rondo, I think, is an instigator. Rondo, like, likes talking shit. Wow. He rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> I think he's an amazing player, and I think he's great, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. you, you, I think you, you like a guy, a
2: bit in the NBA.
0: you like the guy who talks a lot of shit?
1: Yeah, I mean, who cares? Yeah, sure, get somebody to throw a punch. You know what, if you're in a game, right? I mean, Ingram was a casualty because he comes running in late to get the punch in, which is kind of a cheap, shitty move from like a young guy. guy. But if Rondo gets thrown out and he gets CP3 out, that's a very good move for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Rondo's not nearly as good as CP3. (laughs) I would trade Rondo for CP3 every day of the week. (laughs) That's a good point, too. It's, it's the the chess. These guys are playing chess out there, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The four dimensional chess.
1: It's a mental game. <laughs> That's man, true. just I already watched that thing a million times. It's great.
0: So here's my question though. Is does this does this poison what goodwill is left for the like LeBron's on the Lakers. I feel like you and I are pretty excited, right?
1: Oh yeah, I'm really excited. It has not exactly not?
0: started with a bang. Their season?
1: No. Well, they've been putting up a lot of points. It seems like. No, no, no. But I mean, they're really counting on a lot. They're counting on a bunch of young guys to do well.
3: Right. I think Which if anything, this fight is getting people more excited because this is uh-huh. what people want from the Lakers. It's like a yeah. ragtag group of like meme misfits. <laughs> <laughs> And people want them to be goofing around and fighting and like, Me misfits is 100% a hundred percent a tribute act in the city right now. <laughs> <To Glendazic. laughs> yeah. So I you know, I don't they I don't condone violence.
1: Excited. What'd you say? But somehow they want a team that's excited. Oh yes. Which they haven't really had. Right. It's been mm-hmm. years since they were like super pumped about anything. I mean they had to pretend to be excited about Kobe like throwing up like thirty shots a game. Yeah. Uh but now it's like, oh, we have a team. We have a somehow they ended up with a young core. Like somehow they've drafted like incredibly well. Right? Like Josh Hart is like really good. Mm-hmm. Kyle was really good. Yeah. They had like like uh Brandon Ingram was a high pick. Paul was a high pick. But they somehow got some other guys that are just that are doing well.
3: Tim, let me ask you this. Are you a yeah. ball player? Oh.
1: I'm I'm not great. I will say that. Right? I am not a good ball player. You're,
0: I, I feel like you're the, the you're the the big guy underneath the the basket, right? You're the big man in the paint.
1: Yeah, I do a lot of that. My post game is ninety five percent of what I do. Nice. Uh, I respect that. I like to bully my way around. I got a nice little shoulder shove where I just try and knock people back <laughs> and then go to the hoop. That's all I've got.
3: Nice. <laughs> so, are you the Rondo style instigator? But-
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll talk some shit. Yeah, sure.
0: Why not? Why nice. not?
1: Oh, you missed? Cool. That's right. Thank you for doing that. All right, let's go the other way now. Hey, all right. Okay, I'm about to score on you right now. Oh, my <laughs> God. If you don't, it's still cool.
3: That's you talking shit. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me, talk, I'm, I'm going to score no, on yeah, you honestly, right now. I don't talk
1: a lot of shit. I just, I just want everyone to have fun.
3: I respect that, Tim.
1: Thank you. <laughs> what about you? You ball?
3: Yeah, I ball. Oh, yeah. Uh, rec League. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up games.
0: Ben's in this Rec League Get our job that only the cool people know about. However, I have not
3: been to a game. Oh. And apparently our team is lose, losing very badly. It sounds like they could use you. They lost by 50 points Damn. last 50? game. 50? 50. To who? They said the other team was like, they seemed like a D1 college
1: team. <laughs> 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 They're like dunking and shit. Yeah, right.
3: Big time. At the Y Gym. They're
1: throwing alley Oops to each other.
3: <laughs> Truly <laughs> okay. they were. That is so funny. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Um oh. I mean, the rec
1: thing's tough because like every time I've played, there's always like, a team that's like really should be up a tier. Yeah. But they're like, Oh, you know, we're just phoning it in. Who cares? But it's like, yeah, but all you guys played basketball in college. I don't think that yeah. should be allowed to compete in like the co head casual Sunday league.
0: Yeah, in that scenario, in my experience, there's always been one person who takes it just an ounce too seriously who Mm -hmm. ruins it for me.
3: What I love is when the team is clearly like a group of like old fraternity bros from a college or something. And then they have like one or two guys who are like huge, tall, jack dudes. And it's like, were they in the fraternity? (laughs) Did you just find those guys? Yeah. How did this team come about? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> some recruiting going on Yes Got some yeah. hired guns Where it's just like I mean You know I just I don't want to I don't want to be Stressed out about this thing I'm doing on like A Sunday afternoon Yeah Totally I don't want to go I want to show up At this thing I've signed up I've paid to sign To like I've paid money To participate in Yeah And they go just be like Man I gotta really I gotta really tighten it up today. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah I, gotta, I wanna go have a good time Tim What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean I I mean you know you're familiar with my uh softball experience and how I am very bad at softball and really just did it for the camaraderie and I quickly mm-hmm. got kicked out oh, for wow. not going to any games. <laughs> well, I mean I would
0: ideally like to go to the games. <laughs> I think they were probably right to Wait, did they unceremoniously kick yeah, you off, just, or did they, like, have a conversation? Yeah, I myself as a
1: martyr and then realized, like, oh, I did not go to an entire game. Oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one game. I went to exactly one game last summer. Because I, well, I was living at in Sunset Park, and they were playing in McCarran, and it was, like, such a long-ass commute, and the oh, G sure. was being worked on. So I, like, came up for, like, one game mm-hmm. and said, hey, see you guys next year, and then left and never came. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I guess I had it, had it coming. But now, you know... Mm-hmm. Now I'm now I move, I'm a little closer to the action. I'm a free agent baby. If you need me for a league, you just call me <laughs> hit my dial. okay <laughs> I'll go, I'll talk some supportive smack.
0: yeah I'll take Tim's calls. if anyone Back wants to, to uh if anyone wants to recruit Tim for their rec league, the number is nine zero four three five one oh seven two nine i'll I'll pass the message along. I'll make sure it gets to him.
1: Yes, Colby is my uh agent, but only between the hours of ten and eleven on Sundays.
0: <laughs> one more thing about this basketball fight before you go, Tim. Yeah. Do you think anything is as good as Ron Artest going into the stands? That's still the greatest one, right? Ben's Ben's true, shaking his head.
3: True fear <laughs> as a basketball fan. True fear. <laughs> yes. Nothing scarier than <laughs> this theater becoming reality, lunging at you. Yeah. Ron Artest is off the rails. <laughs> is his name still Meta World Peace? Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I wondered if he changed it again. I thought he might have, but.
1: Yes, he's still available in fantasy football under the name Meta World Peace. Okay. Or fantasy basketball.
0: Oh, man. Malice in the palace. Malice at the palace. Yeah. Oh, man. That's the best. Tim, final thoughts?
1: Final thoughts. Uh, Guys, let's keep it clean out there. Unless, of course, you feel like fighting, then let's fight, you know? (laughs) I don't care.
2: (laughs) That's
0: a good message. Do your
1: best. Tim. And uh, play hard, and if you get a little over-emotional, yeah, let it out. Just leave it on the court, man. <laughs> Just leave it on the court. No waiting by cars. If you're going to fight. You fight there for our entertainment. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> you know, keep it, shove it down, and uh, let it lash out in another game, you know?
0: There you go. Good advice. Good advice from yep. Tim Keck.
1: Amen. Thanks for calling, buddy. All Thanks, right. Tim. Tim out.
0: There he goes. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Big, uh, big basketball fan. Knowledgeable. Big fan of this show.
3: Yeah, great. He calls every every Sunday, every week. That's great. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, uh, I, I appreciate it.
1: Carmelo Anthony still joined. That's when it gets dangerous when it breaks out in a couple of different places.
0: <laughs> I had to hear it one more time. <laughs> um. Are you uh, uh are you a big are you you, you an, are you an NPR listener Ben Marshall You know no
3: yeah uh, not really yeah i've i've dipped in mm. but not not a regular one yeah 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 are you
0: i am right. I, I i i i get my terry gross Very good. you know every yeah. so often and for people who don't know terry gross hosts fresh air it's a long running interview show where you know they do it's like an hour long they do a deep dive on the issues of the day mm mm-hmm. mhm So this week she has on uh, the authors of that big New York Times story about uh, the Trump family's, like, tax evasion schemes. Mm. That's, like, almost certainly going to win the Pulitzer Prize this year. Uh, It's, like, this amazing thing they're but, like, they're explaining it in, like, like very, like, detailed terms. And then, in midway through the show, true to form, she takes a break for an ad, right? Now, usually the ads on NPR podcasts are, like, Green Mountain Coffee. Coffee <laughs> grown in like the, the like you know yeah. like very like, like crunchy crunchy yuppie like middle class totally. uh things. On this week's episode, this was the this so we go from we hear Terry Gross's voice first and mm-hmm. then we get the ad. Let's take a listen, yes. gang
2: reporters david barstow and suzanne craig after a break we'll talk
0: about another scheme used to transfer wealth from fred trump's real estate empire to his children
2: i'm terry gross and this is fresh air
0: so far very you know very high-minded
1: mm-hmm. very serious yes. very very npr and then following message comes from npr sponsor the Laganitas brewing company and,
0: already we're in danger <gasps> Here comes the Lagunitas ad oh. on one of NPR's like most prestigious, like longest-running shows. Oh, Here we yes. go. In
1: addition to brewing beer, Lagunitas helps nonprofits with fundraising. <laughs> Chief cultural officer Ron Lindenbush says every cause they support is central to the Lagunitas philosophy. You know, music, arts, animal welfare, when it comes down to it, beer and music are just part of the fundamental human experience, and so are dogs.
3: (laughs) To learn more, oh my god, Ron Lindenbush, the the top three most important things to Lagunitas beer. What was it? It was arts, music. Music, arts, and 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 animal animal welfare.
0: welfare. Uh, Music and beer, just two parts of the human experience. And so are dogs. (laughs) Oh, Ron, you really played the part. I, I love that we're, so we're in this era now where it's like, especially like, like food and beverage companies feel Rightfully that they have this responsibility To like present themselves as like good Citizens you know it's like Like Coca-Cola's doing all this like Water preservation Stuff now and it's like Everybody's like getting in on this And I love that this guy is just like Well if we're gonna do a charity thing It's gotta be something I like (laughs) oh which is guy. which is music <laughs> i guarantee you this guy is like in a
3: dad rock band yeah that plays like Almond brothers covers and he just hangs out with his chocolate lab all day <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a simple man who loves his dog and he loves drinking a beer <laughs> and respect
0: i mean sure thing is, he's not saying anything wrong. No, he's not. <laughs> but they picked the doofiest way possible <laughs> yeah. to present
2: this message.
0: Also, it's like, first of all, Lagunitas, very unexpected sponsor for Fresh Air. Definitely. And then once they're in the door, they're already given the money. They're already given the money. And then they do this ad where it's like, well, you know, we can have our people read it at NPR. You know, people who uh, have broadcast professionally at the highest level in the country. You know, who have perfect <laughs> elocution. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. I'd love to put. I'd love to say it myself. Let me just jump in there and do <laughs> my thing for a minute, so I can laugh at the end of saying the word dogs.
3: Oh my God, <laughs> it's my, Oh man, nothing just, has made me want to support. I'm Terry Gross. More. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry. <laughs> no, no, that was that was my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, amazing. Yeah,
0: now I think I think we can safely say. I'm a Lagunitas fan. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm never drinking anything. They else. support uh, the three things I support: music, <laughs> arts, and dogs. Uh, I would love to know what specifically
3: they do to help dogs. Yeah, animal welfare. <laughs> the guy, the guy just hangs out with dogs.
0: Yeah, that counts as animal welfare. Yeah. Yeah, just like spending time with his pet he already
2: owns.
3: Yeah, it's like when you have like mandated community service and you're like, uh oh, mm-hmm. I walked a dog. <laughs> like, yeah. I got paid to walk a dog. <laughs> my friend John, who is on my sketch group with me, says yes. for years he had on his resume CEO at John's Dog Walking Service. <laughs> which she absolutely never did. <laughs> I just think that's the best, like, fake thing on a resume. Yeah. Not even impressive. No, no. <laughs> If you're going to lie on your resume, at least make it impressive. Right. Say you, like, had a higher GPA than you did yeah. or something, you know? CEO at John's dog walking. Yeah.
0: Somebody, um, do you know, did you watch Mad Men at all? I watched a couple episodes. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. the The guy who, like, created it tells this story in interviews a lot that he was, like, early in his career was like in a writer's room with someone who said they went to harvard and then it like then they hired a new writer who went to harvard like Uh at the same time as this guy and he was just like i didn't know you like like were you there and it came out very quickly quickly that he like didn't go to harvard and had been lying about it and just like no one cared he kept his job yeah wow yeah. isn't that grand I think that's great I think that sends a great message yeah, <laughs> to everyone that definitely. you can just say it and that it's true yeah. I'm gonna start telling people I went to Columbia I think I think that's a great that idea that I've been in New York for like 15 years and that I went that I have like a master's from Columbia
3: I would believe you <laughs> so quickly I would not question it for a moment <laughs> oh cool and then we just move on yeah what are you gonna be like did you yeah right
0: <laughs> did you go to Columbia yeah yeah uh now you mentioned your sketch group.
3: I did. Please don't destroy. Sorry for the shameless plug. No, please. Please.
0: This, they're so good. Oh, thanks. I saw your show at the People's Improv Theater we, not too long ago. We
3: would die for the pit. Yeah. I just want to put on the record that uh the the Please Don't Destroy boys would die <laughs> for the People's Improv Theater. Uh that is our church. That is our home. And um uh, no it's fine it's a place to perform yep it's a stage i just heard yesterday that videology is closing no way
0: yeah bummer they just keep
3: going yeah these places super deluxe yeah (laughs) not not a venue but also closed yesterday (laughs) yeah
2: yeah
0: they just uh, uh, they just keep going. This is a favorite topic of mine: the the lack of infrastructure in contemporary New York for any kind of artistic scene. Yeah, I do you talk about that a lot? Yeah, it, yeah, it I is, do. Yeah, it is insane. Everything is like closing. I think once everything moved out to Brooklyn, it was over. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, like I I went to dinner in uh, Lower Manhattan last night with like uh, some old college pals, yeah. and just walking around like Soho, Little Italy. And just like seeing the, the like shameless wealth on display Ugh. from America's young people, yep, it made me sick. Ben, I, I, I know, think a I'm whole you.
3: generation has forgotten that if you have money, you are not cool. <laughs> like, it's you, it's the people in Nolita who wear like those black uh, like Vans with the white stripe yeah. and hang out outside of Chacha Macha, <laughs> and they're all young <laughs> and beautiful. And having a great time, and well, I'm so mad at them. I'm not saying no one can be good
0: looking, <laughs> or no, like, no. or like have like a comfortable income. It's just the flaunting uh-huh. of it. And like, I get it. This is New York City. You gotta strut your stuff. But how have you no shame, sir?
3: Yeah, every every corner in Little Italy is like yeah. someone taking a like a hot Instagram <laughs> yes. picture. Yeah, with it matcha. was just
0: I like we. We we finished dinner at, like, 9 o'clock, and yeah. just, like, walking from there to the train was just, like, walking past huge groups of men in, like, crisp collared shirts mm. under North Face jackets just screaming at each other.
1: Oh, like yeah. Like,
0: in, in a good way. Just, like, we're having a great time. We are the kings of the universe. Yes. Like, we, this street is here for me to be loud on it.
3: Definitely. Which... It is. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It is
3: uh, outdoors. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nuts. Good god. Good god. What a terrible place. New York City. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh 9043510729 is our number. That's 9043510729. Anyway, we we're talking about your sketch group. Uh the show I saw was so great. You guys did an hour of sketches. Oh, thanks, cool. uh, it was so much fun. Oh, and I'm I feel like I don't know how you feel, but uh, I do think that's that uh, um, we were, we we're talking a little bit before the show started. That there isn't really like a, a a cohesive like sketch
3: scene. Yeah. Um, has you, Have you found that to be the case? Uh, totally. We're almost always like the one sketch group doing a stand up show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just saying, like, in my mind, there's like three sketch groups. Right. And, but that's not true. There are so many at mm-hmm. like UCB and the Magnet and Pit yeah. and stuff. But the only people I tend to think of are, like, the Debras and right. Simple Town. Three busy Debras, very funny sketch group. Simple funny. Town, excellent stuff. <laughs> um, Sandy Honick, former guest. Everybody check that episode nice. out in the, yes, in the archive uh, automatic.com. But, yeah, I think there isn't much of a, like, sketch community, or at least not one that I'm a part of. Right, yeah. I don't
0: know. I think Oh, it's Postman. A, I'm just going yes. give more sketch oh, groups. I mean, they're so good. They're great. Yeah. I haven't seen their new hour yet. I, I want either. to. I want to. Yep. Saw so the old one at a at uh, a uh, Union Hall. It was great. Those guys are funny boys. Yeah. Top, top of their game. Totally. Those guys. But yeah, I think it's a. I think because it's like you already kind of have your community. Like you've got your right. the other people in the group that you're like seeing all the
3: time, and yep. you gotta
0: you've gotta like schlep stuff everywhere.
3: Oh, that's the worst. You know, that's why in our show we have almost no props. It's really until one sketch where we have like a 10 foot long sandwich. (laughs) My favorite, (laughs) my favorite thing. Yeah. The sandwich reveal, which is always the worst to buy and make before the shows. We're like, oh, did we get dowels? We got to get dowels to connect the baguettes for our fucking sandwich
0: well yeah the one i saw the one the like the outermost one like slid off
2: Uh, like you could see the connection
0: yeah it was very funny oh good yeah just a a fun little like behind the scenes moment
3: just that like top of your intelligence type of humor that we're bringing to these sophisticated (laughs) new york audiences well how
0: long did it take to get this particular hour together i mean is this representation
3: of like years of you guys being together or uh um we probably started working together like maybe a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. um and then we weren't really doing sketches for a while we were Mm -hmm. more just doing like sort of like presentational bits while like hosting a stand-up show Mm -hmm. um but then i don't know i feel like we threw those sketches together and like a few months mm. and then have just been like running that hour over and over yeah a lot and we're pretty sick of it but <laughs> we're doing your comedy festival nice um on november 8th where when the people's improv theater yeah which i would die for <laughs> at nine thirty p.m uh we're doing our tried and true sketches which is that will be fun yeah i just want New faces in the audience because I feel like our yeah. our core group has seen those so many times. Mm.
0: Well, I guess it, performing under the banner of the New York Comedy Festival will help with that. Yeah, hopefully, I imagine yeah, that would be that would be good. Yeah, otherwise, why well, have the dang festival? It's true, <laughs> Ben. We are now going to segue into this show's only recurring segment, which is a series of questions uh-huh. that have been developed. Over years of study of the world's uh, greatest interviewers, um,
3: such as Alec Baldwin. I love Alec Baldwin. Do you really? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. God, I feel like I'm just like being negative. I feel like Nonsense. I'm I was negative to the pit. This is which a... has been nothing but kind to me and my sketch group. <laughs> They're good. Well, you know they have to be. Alec Baldwin has been nothing but kind <laughs> to me and my sketch group. <laughs> we're going on the alec baldwin show next week just gonna bring up the alec baldwin
0: show i want to watch it out of nothing but morbid curiosity yeah because i think his guest tonight is for for people who don't know the alec baldwin show is alec baldwin's new talk show on abc
3: and that's it he just interviews people the whole time and you know what he's good at talking to people right People, people like to listen to him talk. I guess they they like that voice. Yeah, I you know. The, I'm sure you have to listen to me. I'm sure voice. Some people out there will enjoy it. I
0: mean, I love Thirty Rock. Yeah, yeah. He's on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. Series of questions developed over years of study of the world's greatest interviewers, such as Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. uh, the former. He's blanking on his name now. The guy who was New York attorney, attorney general, who Trump fired, who, Preet Bharara. Okay. So Preet Barrara has a podcast now. Okay, wow, good. <laughs> so yeah, that's when that's where the list ends. Okay, Those two great, uh, two great interviews. This is the Young Persons Radio Guest Questionnaire. Bring it. Question one: mm-hmm. Who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen you find yourself going, "Oh, neat,"
3: "Oh, neat," yeah. Like, ooh. Like, I like them? Yeah. Didn't expect to see them here. Unex- Wait, this is where I'm getting thrown up. Is it unexpected or am I just happy to see them? I think you're just happy to see them. Okay. I don't know. Um, Wow. God. First question. <laughs> Already thrown. Uh, You know what? This is kind of a funny answer. Here we go. But I'm going to say Zach Woods. Oh, okay. Not, All right. I just think... And maybe I'm just thinking of, like, the best improv show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That was, like, him and another guy doing 2 improv. Oh, cool. That just made, like, he earned my respect forever. Yeah. I think he's so, so funny. Was this at, this was at UCB? Yes. The old UCB Chelsea? This was at, actually, UCB East. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, for DCM1. Yeah. Nice. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know why he just came to mind. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of other people who I would be more excited for. But I think he <laughs> is
0: the kind of... I think he fits this description really well. Okay, good. Where he's not the like he's not the leading man. Yeah. He like he shows up. He shows and it's just up. Like oh,
3: and it's like oh yeah, Zach Woods is in this. He's so yeah. Happy. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Like he was in the first scene of Ghost, the the new Ghostbusters. Right. With Melissa McCarthy. That yeah. was a nice little surprise. Hmm. Uh. Otherwise, okay. Movie. No. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Liked it fine. Yeah. Good, not great. Fine. <laughs> I thought it was good.
3: I saw it <laughs> in the theaters. I had a good time. Yeah. And
0: a no, fine like night like out yeah. at the movies.
3: Yeah. New
0: Ghostbusters. Next question. Yes. Let's say you are stricken ill. Mm-hmm. What show do you put on while you heal? What's your I'm sick all day? Gonna throw a bunch of
3: episodes on of this kind of show. Um maybe the Simpsons. Ah. Uh but you know in my heart of hearts if i'm if i'm trying to be as deeply honest as possible <laughs> please i I, l- I sincerely love the sitcom new girl oh yes do you
0: i do i do love new girl
3: i think it's a great sitcom it's really good yeah
0: it's really good it's fun they have an episode called landline from the 4th season oh and the whole action of the show comes from their decision to get a landline for the apartment <laughs> and nick because he's a bartender and works at night, stays home, and just like de facto becomes everyone's sec- uh, secretary, and that oh. this like drives him crazy, and it's so funny and simple and yeah, clean. Totally, and that's the kind of thing that they could just really hit out of the park. I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, you got a favorite app, favorite arc, favorite season? Tell me about New Girl. <laughs>
3: Honestly, I don't know. Um, I watched like most of it. Yeah, a long time ago, and yeah. just recently I've been watching like the oh, what's the latest one? The sixth season? I think it's Five, I think maybe? the
0: seventh maybe. Is, oh really? Is like I think that was their last season. I think they made it seven years. Right. I think I'm on yeah. the last one or okay. second to last. But yeah, yeah,
3: I don't know. It's great.
0: The cast is great. The cast is great. It also it feels like it's the kind of show that would have gone on and like uh like started airing in like 2007 and like yeah. been a part of that like that era of like like. The Office 30 Rock, yeah, uh, uh, that block. It fits very well with those, I think.
3: Totally. And like, I love how it's like a pretty, you know, standard premise, Mm -hmm. like sitcom about friends, but they'll use like ridiculous takes and have some weird, weird jokes in there, which I I appreciate. Yeah.
0: Some odd references. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, But I think I, I really like. Uh Liz Merriweather. Uh-huh. Uh, I think she has a really great like sensibility. Yeah. And I know she comes from like uh she's just kind of like if you gave like <laughs> like a sloppy hipster girl a show and like <laughs> she made this amazing thing, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, totally. I think she's got she's a very unique figure in uh like among like T V showrunners and I, I, I respect that.
3: Yeah, definitely. Respect. Much love. Liz we would love
0: to get her on the show. Yeah, uh, we got our hundredth episode coming up. Maybe that'll be the big guess. come on, Liz. <laughs> come on the show. Yeah, I think we're I think we're five episodes away. I don't know. Everybody, keep keep your eyes out for something big about that. <laughs> Next question:
3: yes. What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? Um, I guess like, oh God, I was gonna say. I was going to say the assumption that everyone has a basis of knowledge uh, about astrology. Ah, but yes. That feels that feels like, like a dated... Uh, well,
0: I don't know. Because you what think. you're saying is not... People who are into astrology are so annoying. What you're saying is like, yes, I don't know yes. about
3: this thing. I don't get this. There you go. Right. Yeah, I feel a little bit outside it because I, I'm like, I also well, do. I don't know what time I was born. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
0: I also just don't know how a lot of it works like i don't know what a rising sign is yeah any of that i mean i know what sign i am but i don't know what that means about me. like i'm a leo and someone tweeted this week uh leos are the worst <laughs> <laughs> just just that. every leo sucks like wow and i was like oh but why yeah. so in what specific way yeah are and some leos different from each other i don't know i'm sure <laughs> you gotta think <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a bad answer. Um, I don't know if it is, but uh, internet hey. internet trend that bothers me. I guess uh, a really big thing right now is like quote tweeting mm-hmm. something that's funny with yeah. like the most nothing edition. Oh and yeah, it yeah gets uh, goes viral.
0: Yeah, you know what I've been noticing on Twitter lately is a lot of in this paper I will.
3: Oh, yeah. tweets! That's like that cracks gets, me up time. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Um, Go off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Watch out! Coming for your Twitter. I don't give a shit. My Twitter is terrible. I'm. I don't have hard opinions on these things. I said yeah. the quote tweeting thing. I'm like, I've never been mad about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it, it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But,
0: yeah. Yeah. Next question. Mm -hmm. You find yourself in a casino. Yes. You look down in your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. Whoa. Which
3: game do you play first? Texas Holden Poker. Yeah. 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 Are you a big card player? I played poker with my dad and my friends growing up a lot. Okay. Together? What? Together? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, all together. My dad yeah. would have have me and, and my brother and a bunch of our friends over for, like, poker night. That's very cool. Yeah. It was very um, fun. I just said my dad would have me over. That's right. <laughs> my parents were divorced, and my dad plays poker. <laughs> it's exactly what you would imagine. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was, he, he was, you, you know the movie uh, 21 mm-hmm. about the card counting yeah, team yeah. for uh, MIT? He was card counting in Las Vegas at the same time. As the MIT team was. Oh my god! With just like a group of his buddies from college, but like not the intellectual geniuses that the MIT guys were. <laughs> so he's got like some crazy stories of like his oh friends being god. taken into like back rooms and like, yeah.
0: Oh my
3: god! Which is just one of those things that makes you gotta me get feel your dad like, on the show. I, I want to hear god. every
0: one of these stories.
3: And and he said he would always put that on his resume, uh, <laughs> like. And people were always really interested, which is just one of those cool like life experiences. Totally, that's just like, oh yeah, very few people have done that for sure. But yeah, I mean, so he's he's very into the. I learned this recently that the actor Toby Maguire Mm -hmm. is like
0: a champion level poker player is that right and they there is all this speculation that like that's where the bulk of his income comes from is that he just wins he plays in these poker tournaments and just wins and wins and wins and no, wins and not even like celebrity poker tournaments like real deal like yeah yeah that's crazy that is the most unexpected
3: person totally to be He's like a, shark. a kingpin yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most mild mannered yeah like i mean there's a reason he was peter parker folks uh yeah not a tough guy <laughs> not staring down the other person at the poker table that is wild Very cool. the least intimidating poker player ever and he's just like kicking everyone's ass yeah i think that's cool i do too the final question okay of the young person's radio questionnaire is what is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry
3: cry from sadness or cry laughing either way either way okay this might not be funny i'm gonna go cry laughing okay just for now yeah yeah because i think this is maybe the hardest i've ever laughed in recent memory okay and this might not be funny uh-huh but my friend john he like is one of those guys who really likes to make the other person feel comfortable in conversation uh-huh. and like we'll just say things to just sort of say things sure, and, like sure. supply yeah. like information um but I feel like I witnessed, like, the peak of his, like, communicative tics where he was, like, describing this person, Toby, uh-huh. to to his cousin. And he was like, yeah, Toby's, like, the kind of dude who's just always, like, you'll just always see him, like, sitting there just, like, eating some dumplings or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, dude, the last time we saw Toby, he was eating dumplings. And you just made that his whole, his whole character. <laughs> <laughs> he just latched oh onto that God. His most recent image of him And was like just that just the type of dude Who's just always eating some dumplings And it made me laugh So oh man, hard That's really good <laughs> It was so funny <laughs> Oh, man, that's a very good answer. <laughs> okay, good, yeah. I didn't know if it would translate.
0: Oh, well, Ben, this hour has flown right by.
3: This was a blast, Colby. It was
0: very fun. I'm very glad you got to come and do it. Me too. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. When, uh, when so people should see the the, uh, the New York Comedy Festival, Please Don't Destroy show. Yeah, that would be great. Which is November 8th.
3: November 8th, 9.30 p.m., People's Improv Theater, yeah.
0: Underground Stage. Yeah. And in the meantime, they can find you on Twitter, probably? Yeah, you can
3: find me on Twitter at NotBenMarshall. Very clever, (laughs) because it actually is Ben Marshall. (laughs) Uh, Or you can watch some videos at PleaseDon'tDestroy.com. Nice, nice. Um, And if you see me in the street, you can can push me down (laughs) and spit in my face.
0: (laughs) And to everyone else, I would like to say...
1: <laughs> That's when it gets dangerous. When it breaks out in a couple of different places. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep uh, uh, radio free Brooklyn. A uh, uh, point of order is going to come in here momentarily. In the meantime, here's Kurt Vile. Bye. Yes. A little build up. <laughs> the music video version. There we go.
2: Nice. Later. Wow.